You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 49, how to be confident talking to anyone in business. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan. I'm a leadership coach and best-selling video course creator for Business Etiquette 101, Social Skills for Success, and the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. I created this podcast to help you build your brand, visibility, and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Leadership Pod. So this episode is all about helping you build your people skills and specifically how to talk to anyone. In leadership, you need to know how to talk and deal with people. This is a large part of what you do as a leader. So it's really critical that you have a strong level of people skill and really good communication skills. But the thing is, this doesn't come naturally to everybody. And I know that as a leadership coach, that is why I am creating an episode on this topic for you. I'm thinking more about people on the introverted side, people who are reserved or shy or cautious about group situations or social situations. You know, these types of people, they tend to hold back from starting conversations, especially with new people. Sometimes it's because they don't know what to say. Other times, it's an issue of confidence. But whatever the reason, if you are listening to this episode, then I'd hazard a guess that it's because you want to be better at talking to anybody. You understand that situations like this can crop up at any time when you are a leader in business, whether it's with your coworkers at networking events, whether it's with new clients or potential clients. So the benefits of being able to talk to anyone are really important in leadership. It gives you the opportunity to build more relationships with people, with new relationships with people and better relationships that can benefit you down the track and can transform into clients, into relationships with important stakeholders or relationships with people who are going to become your new employees. If you don't build relationships or if you can't start conversations with anybody, then you can miss out on those precious opportunities that can further your career or can further your business. So that is what this episode is aimed to do. And what you're going to learn will help you with networking events. Uh, When you go to in-person networking events, when you can go to in-person networking events, it will help you with social functions, business functions, job interviews, sitting next to people on a plane. You know, sometimes you need to strike up conversations in the most random places. You know, anytime you're trying to connect with somebody new because you never know where those connections can take you. They are handy skills to have anytime in business. So we will get straight into this episode. I'm going to share with you five strategies that are going to help you talk to anyone in business. And these are strategies that I know have helped me as an entrepreneur, uh, because this is something that I really had to become good at when I started my business. I've attended a lot of networking events. I've met a lot of people, strangers for the very first time who have now become my clients, some of them. So these are strategies that have worked for me and I really know they are going to work for you too. 
The first thing you need to do when you want to talk to anyone or someone new is to set your intention. You need to set your intention for the conversation. And this is where a lot of people go wrong because they don't have an intention or they have the wrong intention. And I'm going to expand on both of those issues. So when you don't have an intention, no intention at all, it often leaves you not knowing what to say to that person. If you've ever been in a stale conversation, you know, those kinds of conversations where you have that awkward silence where the other person doesn't know what to say, you don't know what to say, and you're both standing there not knowing what to say. Uh, You may have experienced that yourself, particularly at networking events. So you probably know what I'm talking about. So when you have no intention, it leads to a stale conversation and it prevents you from having any ideas about what to say to that person. The other issue is when you have the wrong intention and this leads to a forced or a pushy conversation. So again, I'm going to use the example of networking events because I think most people can relate to this. Think of people who attend a networking event simply to make a sale, simply to find a client. That is what they're there for. And as soon as you meet them, they're talking about their products, their services, their business, and they're asking if you want to organize another meeting so you can learn more. Another thing that people do at networking events, and this is something that has happened to me, is that they might start to immediately ask you about your problems, your needs, your challenges, your pain points. This is when you are having a first time conversation with them. They don't know anything about you. You've really only exchanged names and it's way too early to ask people about this stuff. And this has happened to me once at a networking event a number of years ago. I was talking to a woman who was selling some kind of business coaching service or life coaching service. And in our first conversation, and I'm talking about the first 30 seconds of meeting this person, she immediately asked, so what are your biggest pain points in your business? And I went, whoa, first... I don't know you, so I'm not going to talk to you about that part of my business. And second, I get that you're trying to ask about me, which is nice, but it's a bit too soon for that type of conversation. Of course, I didn't say that because that would have been rude, but I did think that to myself and I'm sharing that with you in this episode. I managed to switch that conversation around to something that was a bit less threatening Uh, thank goodness, something that I was more comfortable with at that networking event. So why I'm telling you this is sometimes the wrong intention can lead to a forced or a pushy sales kind of conversation or a pushy conversation in general, which is not what you want when you're having a first time conversation with someone. You are trying to leave a good first impression with that person. You want them to walk away thinking, wow, you're really interesting. You're a kind person. You're warm. You were interested in me. Uh, You know, you don't want them to think that you are pushy or that you're salesy at all, or that you have nothing to say in that conversation. So you need an intention when you approach a conversation with someone new, but make sure you have the right intention. Now, my advice to you for this is to set a simple, non-threatening intention and keep it positive. Some examples here of intentions that you can have in your mind when you're approaching a conversation with someone new is, I want to get to know that person. It's simple. You know, I want to get to know them. I want to get to know about their career, their background, what led them to where they are now. You know, this is really interesting to find out more about that person. 
instead of finding more about their business or their problems or their challenges, you know, in order to talk about those types of things with somebody, you need to really have a a connection or a relationship that's already built. Nobody is going to share that kind of information with you when you meet them at a networking event in the first 30 seconds, in the first minute, couple of minutes, those types of things that kind of, that level of trust you need to have those types of conversations, it takes time to build. So don't go in with the intention of wanting to understand someone's challenges or pain points or fears or struggles. It's too early for a first time conversation to talk about that kind of stuff. You really need to keep the conversation positive because when you get people thinking in a positive way, It makes them feel happy. They'll remember you as the one who was a positive person to meet and they will remember you for that and they will want to meet you again or it's very likely they'll want to meet you again. And by the way, since we are talking about networking events, I want to let you know that next week's episode is on how to start a conversation at a networking event. So if this is something you struggle with, if you do stand there in that awkward silence not knowing what to say, then listen to next week's episode because I will be sharing some ideas on how you can start a conversation with someone new at a networking event. The second strategy on how to talk with anyone in business is to introduce yourself. Now, this is obvious, isn't it? I don't have an awful lot to say about this. You listening, you are an established professional. I know that. So I'm sure you know how to introduce yourself. But what I do want to say is that you need to do it with confidence and you need to do it with a smile. This will help to create a positive atmosphere for the conversation. So simply say, hi. My name's Kara, or whatever your name is. Now, what this does is it indicates to the other person that you are friendly, that you are safe to talk to, that you are interested in starting a conversation with them. And they can mentally prepare, thinking, well, this is a nice person. I think I'll be comfortable. I'll be safe talking to them. So I'll continue the conversation. The most important thing it does is it gives you the chance to follow up with your first question. And the first question is likely to be, what is your name? Which puts you in the position of conversation leader. And that is exactly where you want to be when you are starting a conversation with somebody new. Now, conversation leaders versus conversation followers. This is something I talk about in my Business Etiquette 101 Social Skills for Success video course. I will put the link in the show notes if you want to check it out. But a lot of students have commented on the conversation section in that course that it's been really helpful for them to start conversations with new people and to know the structure of how conversations work and how to go about it with confidence and with a lot more clarity. So I will put that link in the show notes if you want to check that course out. Basically, introducing yourself is simple, but you do need to do it with confidence. The third strategy I want to share with you is to start with a non-threatening question. And this is where most people get stuck. So beyond introducing yourselves, beyond asking the other person, what is your name? A lot of people do not have a plan for what they're going to say next. And this is what leads to many awkward silences. It also leads to letting the other person become the conversation leader and the conversation being directed and guided by them. Now, you need to have a plan for what you're going to say. 
Every time I go to a networking event or even just a coffee meeting with a potential client or or somebody I want to get to know more in business, I always write down two to three generic questions that I can ask anyone. I have these questions in my mind and they're generally the same questions I would have in my pocket, have in my bag, ready to ask somebody who I'm meeting for the first time. It helps me to stay focused on my intention. When you set your intention, like I said, in the first strategy I shared with you, you have a better idea of what you are going to say to them. And this helps you ensure that the meeting is not going to be a waste of time. So my time is precious as a business owner. I know your time is precious as well. So when you meet somebody, you want to make sure that you're using your time wisely and effectively and that you are not wasting any of your precious time. So I'm going to share with you some questions that I use when I meet someone new. So the first one is, what do you do? You know, many people don't like this question. Many people think it is boring, but to me, it's one of the best questions to ask somebody new. It's not a question that comes out of left field. It's not unexpected, especially at networking events or any kind of business function. Most people expect you to ask this type of question. So it's unlikely to be a threatening question. It's a safe question that people are prepared to hear and they're prepared to answer you. So what do you do is the first one. How did you get started in XYZ company? So this is a really good question to find out about someone's background, about their career journey, about their business journey, what led them to where they are now. And it's a really good chance for them to share a bit about their education as well, or even their employment background. Another question which is really good is how did you find out about this event? So this is more focused for networking events or any kind of business function and it's a really good question to kind of break the ice and get the conversation started with someone else. If you'll notice all these questions are simple. They are non-threatening questions and this is really necessary to bring down the other person's defense mechanism so that you can ask deeper questions later on. For any relationship to be formed, you need to go through the vetting stage with the other person. And the vetting stage is basically when people are deciding whether you are a safe person to get to know, whether you're a safe person to continue to talk to. And by asking these simple questions, it does indicate this. And it also gets the other person talking as well, which takes the pressure off you. And if you are an introvert, if you are more on the shy side or reserved side and you don't really like talking, then this is a strategy that you need to follow. You need to ask the other person questions to get them talking so you don't have to. The fourth strategy I want to share with you is to use nonverbal cues to show interest. So nonverbal communication is extremely important in your overall communication and in the impression that others are going to form about you. It's something that is often overlooked. Most people are more worried about what they are going to say to the other person rather than how they're going to convey their message. But what I encourage my clients to do is to use certain nonverbal cues to indicate interest in the conversation. So this could mean raising eyebrows, smiling, tilting your head. Uh, Be careful about this point because sometimes tilting your head, it can make you look like you are shy, like you are passive. But 
in some ways, it can make you look like you're interested and really listening to what the other person is saying. So tilting your head can be helpful. But what I recommend you to do is try not to do it too much. You know, there's a nice balance you need to find there. Don't do it too much because when you overdo it, it can make you appear like you are shy, like you're passive, or even like you are very young. Another nonverbal cue that is really helpful to indicate interest to the other person is to point your feet directly to the person you are talking to. So this is a great way to show interest and it's also a great way to detect if somebody isn't interested in what you're saying, if they're bored or if they want to go and talk to somebody else. So if you are ever in a conversation at a networking event, somebody seems to be disinterested in what you're saying, they're probably indicating this through their feet. The feet tell a lot about how that person is feeling at that time. And if their feet or even one foot is pointed away from you in another direction, it can indicate that person may want to go and talk to somebody else. So this is a nonverbal cue that you can look for at networking events. The fifth strategy I want to share with you is to rephrase and clarify. So rephrasing and clarifying are essential conversation strategies to prevent a conversation from going stale. It also helps you to show interest in the other person and it helps to show that you are understanding what they're saying. People want to know they're interesting. People want to know what they're saying is interesting to you. They want to be understood. They want to be heard. It makes them feel like they're connecting with you. So if you can get your conversation partner to feel this way, then double points for you. They will walk away thinking, wow, I just had a great conversation with this person. It will make you memorable and rephrasing what they just said, clarifying what they just said will both help you achieve this. So let me first talk about rephrasing. So in order to rephrase, At certain times throughout the conversation, you simply repeat what that person has just said in summary form and in your own words, of course. So I'll share an example. Let's say I'm talking to someone who's telling me that they became a recruiter in the finance industry. They worked as an auditor before for a big four accounting firm, but now they're a recruiter. I could respond and rephrase by saying, Oh, so you used to work in accounting before you moved into recruitment. And this can easily lead into follow-up questions like, what made you decide to make that shift? Or what do you like about recruiting that you didn't find in accounting? And this can help you to continue the conversation with that person. So clarifying is also helpful. And this is more about making sure that you understand what they're saying, that your understanding is correct. Some examples of what you can say here is, let's go back to the recruiting example and some examples of what you can say here is, from what you're saying, you used to work in auditing before you moved into recruitment. Is that right? Or so you first started in accounting, you got your CPA and then a few years after that, you moved into recruiting. The aim here is to get the other person to see that you are hearing what they're saying, that you're understanding what they're saying and that you're remembering what they're saying. And this will make them feel heard. It will make them feel understood. It will help them walk away with a positive impression of you because they had a warm and a positive conversation. 
So talking to people with ease and with confidence is really about focusing on the other person. I want you to remember that that is really the key to talking to anyone and talking to anyone with success. You need to focus on the other person. It's about them. It is not about you. If you remember that, then the pressure will be off of you and you're more likely to create a better connection, a stronger bond that can lead to future conversations and future success with that person. All of this is really about people skills. It's about social skills. And if you know how to interact well with people as a leader, how to start conversations, you will become known as a leader who is confident and who can talk to anybody. So I really hope you enjoyed these tips in this episode. If you do want to learn more on improving your social skills or your people skills or your conversation skills or even know what to do at networking events, then definitely check out my Business Etiquette 101 Social Skills for Success video course that I mentioned before. I will put the link in the show notes for you so you can check it out. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you again next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel where you'll find videos to help you advance as an emerging leader. And I would love to hear from you via social media. You can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.